The Sports Career Podcast, episode 167. How can sports law benefit the future of the football industry? Hello Sports Achiever and welcome to the Sports Career Podcast. I'm your host Ed Bowers and as always my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who is a sports expert in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in sports law. But before I talk about today's special guest, out of interest have you joined my free Facebook group called the Sport Industry Mastermind Group. If you haven't, please check it out. It's all about helping people grow a global network in the sports industry by connecting with like-minded people in the industry so they can bounce off ideas relating to their career development and progression. If this is something you're interested in and want to be part of the group, head to education2sport.com forward slash FB and it'll be great to see you in that group. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Penny Gnozzolotti. Penny is an international sports lawyer where she specialises in commercial law and in sports law. Related to sports law, she has worked in all aspects with player representation, management, legal advice, supporting professional athletes around the world. For that reason, it's brilliant to have Penny on the show. That's why in today's episode, Penny will share her legal career journey and explain to you how sports law can benefit the future of the football industry. Penny, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast show. Please could you share to the listeners your sports career journey? When did it all start? Hi, and I'm so happy to, to join this podcast with you. As you know, I really like you. I really admire you and I respect you. How did this all start? It was a really accidentally, to be honest. Uh, I used to be a lawyer. I started my career. I was a ner- really, you know, 24 years old lawyer. And when I found out that uh, a club, a really uh, Greek uh, football club, is looking for uh, an in-house uh, sports lawyer to deal with all the issues there. So I said, why not? I speak four languages apart from Greek. This is something I'm really interested in, contracts and commercial law. So it, it happened like that. I joined this and then I started being a sports lawyer. After that, it's been 15 years, to be honest, <laughs> approximately. <laughs> So it's been some time, but uh, it started, uh, you say that sometimes in business there's karma in life. You, you start it somehow and then you go to a street that you, de- you, can, you never imagined. So something like that. Absolutely. Just really quickly, I'm really intrigued on there. Before you were 24, what inspired you to be a lawyer? When was that moment when you went, I want to be a lawyer? Before being a sports lawyer, can you remember that moment? Of course, I've got, to be honest, from my childhood, uh, teenage period to be more exactly, I wanted to be a judge. I always admired judges and courts. And uh, the, the reason that I joined uh, uh, law, start, studying law, I started studying, it was uh, to be a judge. 
to become a judge when, when I finished my uh, law studies. But after that, I understood that um, being a judge is not the same thing as I imagined. It's something else in practical point of view, has some other mentality. It was not really close to mine. And then I decided to, to follow the lawyer's career. And just on that note, for the, the students listening in, how has your uh, law education supported you now, looking back? Uh, of course, law education is as uh, we all know, it's something that uh, you don't expect me to, to verify. It's really uh, known that the law studies are really important first, not only become, to become a lawyer or a judge or to, uh, to provide law services. It has to do with the mentality and the way of thinking. When you study law, you understand that uh, the way of thinking is really wide. Uh, life, business, in every, in every aspect in life, uh, the law studies can assist because it changes the way of thinking generally. This is the most important. And just on that note, what skill sets have su- supported you to be a sports lawyer? Becoming a sports lawyer has to do mainly with uh, the studies. You have to study after that. Yes, you have to join and uh, become familiar with the sports law applicable because it has many uh, particular aspects, uh, apart from the general point of view of FIFA statutes and uh, welfare's, uh, uh, welfare's decision. You have to be familiar with the local uh, sports law that is applicable. And to, to many countries, this changes. It's not the same. It has to do with a particular country. So the first thing is that. After that, after the knowledge to, uh, to of the applicable law and your country or generally to FIFA, uh, you have to be familiar with other skills. Uh, Being be really communicative because you have to deal with many people from another countries. It's uh, you don't have to um, to deal with a person that's familiar to you by your country or by your city. You need to uh, to communicate and do business. Uh, with people that become from other mentalities, that are coming from other mentalities, other religions, other societies. So you need to be really flexible with that to have to have communicative skill, skills. And language skills, as you mentioned earlier, how has that supported you just for the listeners who may have to adopt to learn another language, for example? Yeah, of course. Uh, this, this has to do also with uh, knowing uh, to, uh, to speak other languages as well. This assists. If you speak other languages, uh, it means that you are really familiar with other societies. So you are more uh, likely to communicate properly uh, and to do business with other people that are coming from other uh, societies and origins. So it's, uh, it's, it's really close when you speak other languages. Out of interest, just looking, before we talk about a podcast topic, just looking at sports law as a bigger picture now, have you seen sports law influence the football industry from the last five years? Late five years, uh, the sports law is changing all the time. We have uh, new statutes, new new laws applicable uh, to local and international level. And now, as I understood at the last uh, Congress that I joined in uh, Egypt, there are going to be more changes in the applicable law statutes, uh, generally internationally. So this is, com- this is something that, of course, influences uh, uh, the business in general, the market in all aspects, from the football players' point of view, from the clubs and the mediaries, which are also part of this business, and of course lawyers, that uh, need to be all the time updated with the familiar, applicable um, sports law everywhere, where they are doing business. 
Just on that note, because it really does relate to today's podcast topic, would you mind just sharing to listeners how sports law is applied with regards to player representation? Well, over sports law, football law particularly, when I'm, uh, when can, what, how can this uh, affect? If you're familiar with the applicable law, you can do the business more easily. You can be in touch uh, with the measures, the limits, the limitations, so you can structure the business uh, uh, idea first more easily. So it's really important to be familiar. Sports law is applicable to all aspects of football law, more uh, specifically we are talking about football. You need to be familiar. So from my point of view, every business uh, uh, related person needs to have some knowledge or to have uh, some assistance by a sports law lawyer. So it, this is really important. Now uh, that this business is becoming more professionally worldwide, it's, uh, it's becoming more uh, familiar that all people have some lawyers to assist and receive legal services and advices. So we see that happening a lot now because in the past people used to think, ah, oh, this is Sports law, how easy to do that? We don't need neither a lawyer, neither an accountant, neither a company, proper structured company. No, nowadays with this professionalism that is occurring in this business now, uh, we have uh, we need the assistance of the lawyers and the accountants, of course. Absolutely. And just going back to your career now, what inspired you to set up your own company? Uh, after being uh, for many years an in-house lawyer of this uh, football club, of ICA football club in uh, Greece, to, uh, to be more specific, uh, I understood that um, uh, this is something that I fit in. This is my job. This is what uh, I'm uh, born to do. Uh, and that's why finally I started law. Uh, after that point, uh, evolution is the other, the, you know, the next step. Evolution is to to set up your own business structure as uh, you wish, and uh, you it's uh, more familiar to your mentality. So that's why I decided to set up my own uh, business, my own office, providing legal services, and of course working with uh, the mediaries and do also that, providing uh, all related issues uh, related to these uh, services. Really quickly, what have you learned from that experience? What I've learned, what I've learned is that uh, you always need to learn. You learn more. Uh, <laughs> you never stop learning. So it reminds you the uh, the motto that I mentioned of this great uh, businessman, worldwide businessman, Aristoteles Onassis, who is a really Greek known. Uh, uh, person that was married also to Jackie and uh, Maria Callas, it was his uh, lover, as we all know, it's worldwide now. And he always mentioned that, that as a motto that in your life you need to be crazy, but in your business you need to be serious. So being serious means that you are always uh, close to the job and to your, to your business and you're always, you always learning from this. Absolutely. And I, I cannot agree with that quote. I love it to bits. Out of interest, what have you been up to recently? What I've been up to recently, uh, recent, recently after the, with the uh, conference that we had together, I went to another conference I mentioned, and now that I'm in Greece, uh, I'm focusing to the uh, proceedings, that core proceedings that we had for this month, and afterwards I will join two uh, another two congresses, to which uh, congresses I'm a speaker. To, the one has to do with intermediaries, and then the, the next uh, statutes uh, regarding the media, 
intermediaries and the currently applicable law regarding intermediaries. And the other has to do with match fixing, to which I'm also a speaker, and about uh, the new uh, convention, the Macaulay Convention, that is applicable also to Great Center right now. And uh, well, I'm focusing to that. Apart from that, um, I'm going to provide a seminar, to uh, sports law seminar to Greece, and I'm going to participate to a, uh, to a master postgraduate program as a teacher uh, regarding contracts, private law sector in uh, sports and football market. Sounds like you've got crazy things going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy for that. Now, really quickly, Penny, looking back from your 15 years in sports law, what have you enjoyed the most from that experience looking back right now? Um, I'm enjoying, to, uh, to be honest, uh, the combine um, legal services with in, in the international level and being in contact with another societies, another laws, another people from around the world. This combination is something that really is really exciting. To be honest, it is something that I re- I'm really enjoying all day. So I'm not I'm not tired of traveling 20 hours to go to the other uh, uh, to another country if it has to do with my business. This is something exciting that you never get bored of. Absolutely. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What three tips would you give to university students who would love to pursue a career in sports law? Uh, Three tips. Uh, One, of course, is to study a lot, to be always updated with the applicable uh, legal um, uh, measures uh, to this market, to be always updated, study a lot. The second tip is to work a lot. Never be, you know, be bored of doing this, doing that. Always be in this business. Uh, work a lot. Meet, meeting people, being active. And the third one is to be open-minded. That is fantastic. I really do hope the listeners take that on board, especially with being proactive. Penny, how can people interact with you on social media? Apart from the page, okay, it's the webpage that uh, www. This is okay, uh, a page of the person of the office. Uh, they can find me in LinkedIn with my name, Penny Conizioti. Facebook as well with my name, Penny Conizioti. In all social media, Twitter, Instagram, everything is uh, active. That is great. To all the listeners listening in, all those links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Penny, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much. My pleasure, my pleasure also. Thank you. What a fascinating podcast chat with Penny. And I've had the privilege to meet Penny at the Athens Women's Football Summit in Greece. And the one thing I've learned from her and also following her on Instagram with regards to the work she does in the legal sector, and it really does relate to one of the tips she gave you about Pasunaka in sports law, being proactive is so important. And Penny is literally doing so many different events, be involved in so many different projects I see which she promotes on Instagram and that is how she's really grasping her expertise in the sports legal sector is by learning, by participating in different conferences, attending different conferences and this is one thing I've learned from her online and speaking to her in person in Athens about what it really takes to pursue a career in sports law specifically and keeping up to date and always learning is a really important factor. So I really do hope you've enjoyed this podcast chat as much as I had and if you want to pursue a career in sports law I really do hope you take on board what Penny suggested with regards to those career tips and apply it to your sports career journey today and make it happen.
Now, as always, at the end of each podcast episode, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Penny said, to work in sports, you need to be an effective communicator and learn how to communicate with different people around the world relating to their background and culture. 